Hello Rufus King Nation, this is Anthony Lauer, art and design teacher at Rufus King High School, and you're listening to The King's Cast, a podcast introducing our listeners to the men and women working each day to teach the next generation of Rufus King generals. Today we're talking about language and literature with Josh Anderson, the department chair and avid Shakespeare lover. We'll also discuss how the International Baccalaureate Program aims to develop King students into inquiring, knowledgeable, and caring individuals who strive to create a better and more peaceful world. Thanks for taking a few minutes to listen today. All right, good morning. Uh, This is Mr. Lauer here with uh, Josh Anderson, one of our English teachers here at Rufus King. Uh, Sir, good morning and welcome. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you. If you could just let us know what subject or department you work for and what are some of the classes you teach. I currently um, teach English, ninth grade English, and I've actually taught that class since I came here eight years ago. And I also teach uh, juniors in the DP literature class. Wonderful. Yep. So what brought you to Rufus King eight years ago? Uh, I was sort of transitioning. Um, I had left the district I taught in for a decade, and I landed at a different uh, MPS school for one year, but it was pretty clear that that wasn't a good fit for me. It was just a place I needed, you know, I needed to get to a another teaching job. Um, and that spring, then there were a number of English positions open in the district, and um, the way the district interviews, you know, current teachers get the first round of interviews. So I interviewed at a number of um, three or four English positions in um, the district and got offered uh, a spot in all of them. Uh, and I talked to a couple current, um, employees here and, and I knew someone at another school that, that I was sort of bound down to two and, uh, King seemed to be the right fit for me. Wonderful. That, uh, story is very similar to mine. I had done eight years in a suburban school and needed a change and again, applied at the district. They had numerous job openings and they offered me King and I had grown up in Milwaukee knowing the stories of King and then brought me here so i only bring it up because of the similarities yeah what what i um what i found right away and, and i think what told me that i had made the right choice uh even my first year here you know i got some king gear and would be out and about in the town and pretty much everywhere i went wearing a king sweatshirt or a king hat someone would comment oh i went to school there or my uncle went to school there or my my daughter goes to school there or i went to school there right and so it was pretty clear um just what an important institution King was and is in Milwaukee. There's a phenomenal proud legacy uh, within this city, and I think it helps propel us forward through the decades and how we've been around for 90, almost 90 years this building Mm is. Um, I was on a family vacation as well in Vancouver, Canada, walking through Stanley Park, and I had a King shirt on, and I was stopped on the other side of the continent in another country because a King grad recognized my shirt and wanted to talk shop. It was, well, it's phenomenal what we can find out there. I have a similar, closer to home, but perhaps wider in time. Uh, My wife and I were in Door County the summer we got married. We'd gone up earlier that summer with the the kids and uh, we stopped at the diner in Sturgeon Bay and I was wearing a cutoff King soccer shirt. And before the door shut, I heard someone say, let's go generals. And, the gentleman at the, in the diner, in the booth that he had said that, graduated in 1938 from Rufus King. Damn. And we spent a good 10 minutes talking about, um, you know. Never ceases to amaze me. 1938. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, the, oh, yeah, I've got one of the books from Mr. Zaber that is the first 10 years of the school newspaper. Sure. And it's in large format and, and to see the old ads and to see the pictures, it's, yeah. that legacy is here and yeah. the city knows it. Um, how do you incorporate IB into your content area or what is one aspect of the IB that you connect with? Well, I teach, you know, one of the two English classes I teach is the DP literature class. And so that's, you know, sort of the first IB English class, right? Um, there are other ones, Lang and Lit, Lit and Performance, but, but I think the first IB English class DP level was literature. So it's, you know, I don't so much incorporate it into my content area as it is, right, my content area for my juniors. And, you know, with my, with my freshman class, what I like about that is um, just the ability to point out, you know, the, the, I think the, the idea of interconnectivity, right, that the stories we're reading, the things we're talking about are the same stories that they're reading in South America, that they're reading in Africa, that they're reading in New Zealand, right, in, in Asia. And, and they might be different titles by different authors, but we're all part of the same story. The human experience, that yeah. interconnectivity or the red line that connects between us. So, you know, it's, it's and, and I think English, perhaps in a way that art does too, lends itself to a, a certain universality of story and of experience, right? We can see ourselves um, and we can see each other and we can see the other and understand that that other is us. Um, it reminds me of uh, subbing in your class a couple weeks ago and seeing the beautiful artwork that you have on the walls that talk about, uh, I believe it's just quotes from different stories, but that idea that that visual and that uh, narrative can be merged together to enhance a person's ability to connect with the story or the characters. Uh, in your classes, do you have a favorite unit, topic, or project that you teach? I mean... You know, but certainly when, 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 they're, when, when my students are done with me as juniors, right, when they finish their junior, and if you were to talk to, uh, you know, kids who had me last year or two years ago, right, their Mr. Anderson loves his Shakespeare. And, you know, that, that's true, right? Um, and that might seem kind of, like, narrow. You know, here's a dead white Englishman. But... You know, even even soon after he died, right? The one of the famous quotes about him was that he was not um, for one generation, but for all time, right? And so we start my junior, we start the junior year studying Hamlet um, because I think it really allows the kids to see how much of Western literature uh, comes back to Shakespeare and. You know, his, his characters, his, his ideas are pretty, pretty universal. So, you know, have we had arguments with, you know, family? Yes. Have we struggled with questions of who am I and, and what should I be doing right now, right? Have we struggled with questions of power and balance and um, conflicts about, you know, how to make it? You know, it, 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 it allows us to ask a lot of big human nature questions especially that teenagers have on their mind as they continue growing developing and finding their own path in this world mm -hmm. excellent for parents and students out there what advice do you have about being successful at rufus king well it's a it's a rigorous school right it's a it's a rigorous 
you know, and, and with our IB curriculum, one of our foundational identities is a college preparatory school. Now, you know, co- what college looks like now is very different and more diverse than what college looked like 20 years ago, 40 years ago. Not just those attending, but those teaching, the content areas sure. that are taught, the classes and majors that you can get. But as I tell my students, right, I don't think you're going to find a job anywhere in which critical thinking, speaking, being able to take ideas and distill them down to their essence, uh, being able to communicate well, right, um, being able to put your thoughts in words and, and, and spoken and written, um, you know, whether or not that's getting you ready for a four-year college or a two-year college or, or work right after high school, um, you know, the, the, those sort of basic skills um, are essential regardless. But I think parents, you know, students understand that it's a, you know, there's homework, there's work, right? If you want to be successful at King, right, then you have to be ready for that work. And know that, that, that uh, us as teachers, we're going to work with you, but there's an expectation, too, uh, of effort, of attempt, right? I'll, I'll, you know, we're certainly going to help the student all the students, um, but we want them at the same time to learn how to help themselves. Uh, so, almost a meet halfway kind of thing. It's no more a well, stage I, on the stage as much as a collaboration between student and teacher with the content in the middle. I think most teachers, you know, I don't like to speak for anyone but myself. So I think for myself, I don't need you to meet me halfway, right? Because that that that's a pretty arbitrary line. I, I just want to know that you want to try and learn, right? It's okay that we make mistakes, right? It's okay that we make missteps, that we, we, you might get a bad grade on something, but the, the learning, the process of learning, right? So, you know, I just want to see that spark, right? And, and, and we'll figure it out together. Excellent. Now, I have to admit that I did not look up the content standards for which I wanted the next question to be, but uh, could you pick one of the content standards for English in the IB that uh, you could talk about today? I, again, apologize for not having had that prepared. (laughs) Mr. Anderson, poetry, right? There's no right answer to poetry, right? This poem could mean anything. Well, no. (laughs) No, no, it can't, right? That poem is not about, like, the independence of Ireland. So, you know, I think the, the idea of interpretation, evaluation and interpretation, right? Um, you know, there's nuance and, and multiple messages and meanings in text and in stories and narrative. And certainly things can be more than one thing, can mean more than one thing. And, and we bring our own lenses to any text that we're looking at. Uh, so... I'm welcome, I want my students to feel comfortable um, analyzing and interpreting, but what I'm trying to teach them is that's fine, I'm intrigued by this idea, now show me how you got, show me how you take this text and get me to this idea. Okay. Right? How do you analyze it? How do you interpret it? And what are the steps that you say that show me that this, I don't know, color symbolizes freedom, say, right? So a- analysis and interpretation, right? That's a pretty important um, content standard, you know, specific, large umbrella. 
that you apply to yeah. the units. Excellent. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, a quote, or a book recommendation <laughs> that you'd like to leave our listeners with? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we've already heard about Shakespeare today, so yeah. So let me let me <laughs> let me pick a Shakespeare tangent. I just finished watching and had read previously Emily St. John Mandel's book called Station Eleven. Okay. Now I'm a pretty voracious reader, and one of my favorite genres is from when I started features. Well, with, with <laughs> science fiction, right? And 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 a lot of science fiction deals with you know what might happen, right? And so Station Eleven is a, about 20 years after, and this is pretty topical after a flu has wiped out a lot of the, the Earth's population. And the story is non-chronological, so it jumps back in time between the, the now when the pandemic hits and 20 years later. But it predominantly focuses on a traveling symphony traveling a circle around the Great Lakes, and they perform Shakespeare. So, right, Well, we, you can got find that, I believe, fiction. on Apple TV? The, the show is HBO. HBO, okay. And then, but the, in the, the book it was based on, you know, is about eight years old now. So Station Eleven, Emily St. John Mandel. Yeah. Well, great recommendation. I heard some interviews with the uh, main actress. She was in Halt and Catch Fire. Yeah, and I Mackenzie believe one Davis. of the Term- Terminator movies. But... She the most recent one, and she was in uh, The Martian as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so very much for your time today, sir. I appreciate it, and uh, have a good rest of your year. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. Hello, Rufus King Nation Builders. I wanted to say thank you for taking the time today to listen to our first King's Cast podcast, introducing our community to the staff working daily in the halls of Rufus King High School to support our student generals. I hope you enjoyed today's conversation about analyzing and evaluating literature with Josh Anderson, ninth grade and 11th grade language and literature teacher. After today's conversation, I know who I will team up with if we ever find ourselves in a post-apocalyptic world and need to build back our collective humanity through the arts. That said, please join us again next month as we sit down with another Rufus King staff member to discuss how they bring the International Baccalaureate to life in their classrooms.